0: Aloha gang, my name is Courtney Kiamzan, and welcome to the very first episode of Social Media, The Modern Indigenous Voice. In total, I'll be releasing three episodes and in each one I'll be meeting with an individual that I feel serves as a great example as to how Social media has been able to allow Indigenous people to not only perpetuate their culture, but as well as educate others on what is going on in their Native communities and express their Indigenous perspectives. On this episode, I got the chance to sit down and talk with a Hawaii-famous Instagrammer who's known for sharing Native Hawaiian-driven content with her followers. Have a listen. So let's just jump into the first introduction um, for my very, very first guest. Her name is Miss Kutle Pura Kiavikane. correct? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Um, Most of you may know her through her social media handle as at Um, Currently, um, I was scoping out your Instagram. You have 16.8 thousand followers on Instagram. And just a little bit background info, I discovered you through... Mean Hawaii, through your Manalo of the Day Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So she has a lot of posts about just spreading positivity. And of course, I don't know if you consider yourself this, but a Hawaiian activist, Mm -hmm. you know, a musician, just a creative um, all-around person. Um, So yeah, if you want to share anything a little bit about yourself, where you're from. I
1: feel really flattered that you say all of those things. No, mahalo, Uh, of course, uh, too, for making the time to come and meet with me. No, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for um, kind of providing this method of Platform that is the podcast for me to share these things yeah. on. Thank you, Courtney. um So my name is Kiana Ihilani Pereira, Perera and our Pereira is Pereira. It's Puerto Rican, not oh. Portuguese, and that's kind of something that distinguishes us from other Pereiras. But um, I'm from Punaeva, Hawaii. Panaeva is a ili aina in the Ahupuaa of Waiakea in the Moku of Hilo on the Puni of Hawaii Island. Um, I was born and raised there in a Hawaiian homes community with, um, I'm, I'm the eldest of five siblings, so I have a lot of kuleana that I'm grateful to have when it comes to them. They're really the inspiration for a lot of why I do what I do, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of me. I come from Malia Pereira and Rani Kiavekane, those are my parents, and then I have both of my grandparents. So... Um, I have Jerry Ann Lowe and then Fred Pereira. They're my grandparents from my mom's side. Billy Kiavekane and Ronnie Kiavekane Senior are my grandparents from my dad's side. I have this one this is all about like who I am and mm-hmm. what I'm so, yeah. this is this this one coupon I have. His name is John Henry Wise and mm-hmm. he's the coupon I'm I'm really proud of. I don't wanna say most proud of, because I don't know. All my coupon are pretty, pretty Yeah, of. Yeah, of course. You know? <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, he was an aloha aina in 1893 and 1895.
0: Oh, just to clarify for those who may not like, aloha, uh-huh. aina, what in terms do you mean by
1: aloha aina? So aloha aina is a, is a term that's, that can be, it's a really multidimensional term. Aloha as in, um, alo, like face or presence of a person, like face of the mountain, not just your face, right? And ha as in breath. So aloha is like, being able to honor something or someone with your entire presence and your entire breath, I guess some English people translate that to mean love. Mm-hmm. But and then aina is that which sustains. So the word aina means land, mm-hmm. but the word aina translates to land. So I it means to eat or consume, and na is from ana or like um, it's like a like a grammar grammar function there but aina refers to that which sustains so it's not just the food we eat that comes out of the land it's not just the dirt as soil it's not just the earth that is aina aina is that which sustains so i have friends whose company sustains me they are aina i am aina that's that's the depth of what aloha aina means so to aloha aina it means to be committed to this communication and this this sustainability the sustainability of being sustained so that is aloha aina so john henry wise he was an aloha aina Um, that word also refers to hawaiian patriots so people who are loyal loyal to hawaii kingdom Mm -hmm. Um, in 1895 he was part of the wilcox rebellion that involved it was kind of considered a civil war because it involved the provisional government of Hawaii and the people of Hawaii. Like a, a bunch of Hawaiians kind of took up mm-hmm. guns, literal weapons, to try to re restore the queen to her throne. And um, it didn't really end well for us. A few of us died, and I'm grateful that my papa wasn't one of them because then I wouldn't be here, <laughs> you know. But I'm really proud of him, and he's done a lot of things internationally and um athletically he's a really amazing kupuna that i come from but um just the idea of mooku or genealogy like who you come from what you come from what practices you come from what raised you you know those are really important things that i remember when i think about my kupuna like john henry wise so that's kind of me
0: awesome thank you for going so in depth about that too because i know like obviously on my laptop here i have aloha aina but i didn't really know you know the counter behind that. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah,
1: so. yeah, yeah. Everybody has different levels of understanding, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's, it's natural for people to shame that, like, oh, you don't even know what it really means, yeah. you know. But in actuality, from the Hawaii perspective, we have this proverb that is, okay. and it means knowledge is not limited to one source. So I know this about Aloha Aina, you know that about Aloha Aina, they know something else about Aloha Aina. Mm-hmm. And when we come together and share that knowledge, that's when we're most powerful, you know, not who has what to say and whose is better and more credible or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. so so mahalo for, for the opportunity to share on those things.
0: Yeah, yeah and all in all honesty, like, that's why I wanted to create this podcast, just because the people listening to our conversation can learn a whole lot more than they could probably from a textbook, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, things totally, like
1: totally, thank you.
0: Yeah, so thank you for sharing about yourself. Um, now I kind of want to dive into... Your whole social media experience. Sure. So, what was your first impression of social media? I guess as personal use or
1: like ever or I guess so. Like I was before you, young. yeah. <laughs> so before you
0: like every everyone just joins to post pictures, hmm. follow family photos, things like that. Like what was your take?
1: Honestly, oh, are you asking me honestly or professionally?
0: Because <laughs> honestly, uh, half and half. When I... yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 When I was younger, um, probably in middle school, high school, Mm -hmm. I was bullied a lot. And I wasn't, like, nobody, literally nobody. I had, like, one friend, and we're still friends. Her name is Kainoi. Awesome. (laughs) But when I was younger, I mean, it was really important for me to be accepted in my community of friends. And to be accepted, you had to kind of be part of this common knowledge that was accessible to everybody Mm. in this social community, you know. So social media was a way for me to try... My hardest and my best to be liked, and to be—I mean, by my fellow peers, you know—to be kind of in the loop on like, did you see what they posted? I'm like, what is the post? You know, uh, <laughs> that see. time like yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah, get yeah, whatever you're yeah, yeah. on. Like, so um, it definitely has evolved since then. But that's that's my first experiences with social media. It was kind of for for social acceptance, and um, that has a lot to do with a person's wellness mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. So,
0: so what kind of I guess. From just being an average user, what kind of led into your more influential influential platform? I yeah,
1: guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and Hawaii. Remember you talked about that yeah. account, right? So, his name is Mark. Mark messaged okay. me, and he was like, "Hey, he says like I don't know if you do Hawaiian videos or anything, but we, you know we would love to have like a word of the day." And I wasn't following Me in Hawaii yet, so I'm like, "Who's this guy? Like, what's going on?" Oh, he found you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so he he was asking me if I. Um, if I do those and I'm like, no, I don't really, I'm just chilling, you know? And um, he said, you should, he said, you should do these one minute videos. And they're, um, you know, they're one, there's just a word of the day or anything you think it would be really, you know, cool for people to know. Mm -hmm. And um, I can share it on my page. And I didn't even realize that he, he had a, like a viral page at that time. I didn't even understand what a viral page was or that there was Insta famous people. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't start like that for me. Um I was just like, oh, okay, so I, I did this one video of me likeika like it was like I was pounding taro, mm-hmm. and um I guess a lot of people are really interested in seeing that because it's not something that's done a lot mm-hmm. um in the heavily populated areas of Hawaii, like downtown Honolulu or yeah. you know regular life people don't really people yeah. don't really do that. And so it was cool for them and they really loved it and they really loved learning and so from me and Hawaii's page. When he shared my video, people followed me. Mm-hmm. So I think before me and Hawaii started sharing my videos, I probably had like maybe 600 followers, mm-hmm. maybe 700, like maybe. But <laughs> like, You know, and then that kind of, that momentum kind of kept up and then the explore page happened and then more people kind of, yeah. you know, got to see my videos So the features
0: there. within Instagram itself
1: Right, right, helped. totally. And the hashtag thing. Yeah. The hashtag thing helps, like hashtag Hawaii, you know, things like that. But so
0: yeah. from your, like not all of the days, mm-hmm. things like that. Um what was your inspiration to promote more like native Hawaiian focused content mm-hmm. and sharing, you know, indigenous voices and things like that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean Cause I know you went to school for your studying. I have a I have a liberal arts degree, but I have um like Pele Ka'io and Ryan McCormick. Um they are among my kumu, Taupori Tangaro, who is um Kekuhi Kanahele's other half Okay. person. And then Kekuhi Kanahele comes from Pua Kanahele, who comes from Edith Kanakaole. Uh-huh. Um So that's the Mooku Aoha, or the lineage of my some of my ike that I have. Okay. So um, I was I was studying some of those things, um, but I didn't get a degree in Hawaii culture. Honestly, the thing that made me start to do these videos is Mark. Is Mark when oh. he said, "Hey, you should start doing these videos," I'm like, "You're nuts!" But I guess I could try, you know. <laughs> so then, so then I started to do them, and my passion for Aloha Aina, my pa- which is what I described and explained earlier, mm-hmm. that started before I was born. That started a lot a lot of years before I was born because John Henry Wise when he decided to have this ardent passion for his homeland, which is his country, which is Hawaii, that was the start of I mean as far as I'm, as far back as I can, you know, hear stories about. He's he's what started that. So I'm kind of just I'm not doing anything new for my mokuaohao. Like this is regular for us. Every every generation like we're called to do something about Hawai'i wellness and Hawai'i culture and Hawai'i like perpetuation of the ways of our native people here. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm kind of just stepping into that, you know. So I I'm, I'm just I'm just kind of aligning myself with my genealogy. It's not really anything like major. It's just
0: Would you say that, you know, this time that you spent on social media like the encouragement of Mr. Mean Mark, uh-huh. you know, to share these all of the days and things like that? push you to want to study and all that you're doing right now
1: do you mean like study in school or
0: or as in like you know how you start you're only aligning yourself now with indigenous Mm perspectives and things like that do you think without the influence that you've been able to have on instagram as in like people pushing you to share Mm -hmm. more and liking to learn more Mm -hmm. from you would that have led you to where you are right now
1: uh when i said just stepping in Mm -hmm. i didn't mean just recently I, i meant like simply Oh, you know, okay. I'm simply stepping into mm-hmm. this thing. It's not something that I'm creating my on my own. It's not something that I'm starting. Mm-hmm. You know, though the Instagram platform is like quote unquote mine, um, I'm simply stepping into the responsibility and the privileges that are left to be to me by my kupuna. So that's not new. You mm-hmm. know, my passion for Hawai'i um, ways and media based on Hawai'i ways is not um, is not new per se, but. Um, Definitely the social media part Like using that That's new Um, So I I wouldn't say I think what your question is Is if um, Social media Kind of prompts My passion for Hawaii culture I'm really I'm really grateful that it, It doesn't Like if I had two followers or two million followers, yeah. I would still be doing the same content and the same videos, you know. It gets hard because, like, there's, like, a lot of pressure. The more people that follow you, it's a lot of pressure. Like, to
0: keep up with content.
1: To and- keep up with content. And then when you say something that people disagree with, it's really, like, some people get really offended. And then they leave these really sometimes not that kind comments on the posts. And then I have to deal with that, you know, yeah. personally. And, um so that like, gets kind of tough, but it's worth it. It's worth it's worth the benefit of of mainstreaming um, Hawaii, Hawaii ways.
0: So. I guess stemming from that, what were the goals? I guess now, like, what what are your goals with your account? Like, do you? Re- oh, oh my gosh! Do you like want to start a new thing where you you you're continuing like the Mona all of the day. Do you want more like your audience input? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the future plans? Yeah,
1: I I'm. Thank you. I'm getting excited about that question. Because, <laughs> no, because honestly, I, 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 so he's a PhD and he works for the John Burns School of Medicine in Kaka'ako. Okay. And he's my cousin through John Henry Wise. So through that, um, kupuna that I talked about earlier, Aloha Aina and Hawaii Ways, we're related, Kiave and I, uh, Dr. Koholokula and I, and, um, his mission is based on Moliola, which is my Instagram name. Mauliola is like the wellness of a person's Aboriginal root, like their native, like native. Like if you're Filipino and if you're Filipino, your Moliola looks like being able to speak Filipino and think from a Filipino worldview. Mm. Um, it's it's the ability to practice Filipino traditions in in a way that you feel safe to do that. You know so. Maoliola is not a Hawaiian thing. It's a universal thing. But anyway, um, I, I forgot the question. What was the question?
0: <laughs> um, what is your goals okay. for
1: your yeah. Okay, cool. So so Kiave's Keawe, idea is that Hawaii wellness is is socioeconomic. Like There are a lot of socioeconomic factors that go into Hawaii wellness. And uh, mainstreaming Hawaiian consciousness is a really, really big part of Kave's work. And I, that resonates with me really, really well. And so with the social media platform I have, it makes it a lot easier. Like it, it makes me, it puts me in a position to do that in a, in a really good way, mainstreaming Hawaii ways. So, for example, um, if I kui kalo today, mm-hmm. and then I kui kalo next week, and I kui kalo the week after that, and I kui kalo the week after that, and people who look up to me as an influencer see that, they will be like, wow, I need a, I need a board. I need a stone. I need to figure out what is kalo and how do I get it. And like maybe I can grow it on my land, you know? Exactly. So that's, that's like the momentum that starts just because they saw that video. Yeah. You know, so I guess when it comes to my goals for this question, it's like I, I want to to do that. I want to do that I, I don't know how many however many followers follow me I want to be able to generate systemic change just through the videos that I post like not and then they're, they're not usually scripted you know those those videos yeah. that I post just for people to to put more Hawaii content in front of the faces of Hawaii people to remind them about what wellness is to remind them about what it is to be Hawaiian and how important it is to remember that mm-hmm. um, in Hawaii and everywhere so yeah, that's kind I, of my goals
0: that really sums up why I wanted to do this research just because social media can highlight and shed light on all these different things that are happening in hawaii that the world mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. doesn't usually see like for example like with monomole the jam for monokea video like yeah i don't know there were people supporting in russia yeah you know, for the mountain totally. who would have known that all over if the they world. didn't you know post that kind of content mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yeah so from your goals, it seems like you have a good idea of how social media is being used mm-hmm. to make change. So I guess more specifically, how do you think social media has played a role in the perpetuation of Indigenous voices in general, outside of just Hawaiian?
1: Wow, wow. Okay, so I live with this girl, and her name is Riss. Uh, her <laughs> name is Melissa Hill. Okay. And um, she's Kumiai, and she lives on the Kumiai Reservation okay. in California. That's that's a Native American tribe. Got it. Um, so Riz is a really... A really beautiful example of like global activism. So she's been to Palestine. She's been to Standing Rock. She has intentions to make it up to the Mona at some point. She supports awesome. me in the ways that she, I live on her couch. In oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're friends, and, and I'm really inspired by that. But none of that work, because I think what's 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 I don't know how to say that properly, but it's a Canadian movement as well. That's the new one of the newer movements. That that engagement, like global engagement. Like native people from all over the world coming together to stand in solidarity of native wellness and protection of native land all over the world. That wouldn't be possible without social media. I mean, if you snail mail, it would definitely take a thousand years for all of us to come together on the same topic. Where today it takes like five minutes. Yeah. You know, literally five minutes to, do to this message blast. someone. Yeah. yeah. Or like, to tell mean Hawai'i, hey, there's this thing happening and mean Hawai'i has, I don't know, two hundred thousand followers yeah. or however many followers Mean Hawai'i has. And that's instant access that two hundred thousand followers have mm-hmm. to this global activism event. You know, so that's it's it's really it's really great to, to be able to be part of that part.
0: Yeah. I guess so from there, this is kinda of the question that you feared, but what is your perspective on sharing your culture with I guess non Hawaiians or just non indigenous. Yeah. You know? Because it is a social media is now becoming a resource for education mm-hmm, purposes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what do you think about that?
1: I I love that question, you know, and I d I, I wasn't like scared of having to answer it, but it's 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 not a it's not like a you know, like a twenty second answer. Yeah, of, of course. But I, I can I can remember because when you know something when you have this piece of knowledge that you hold as a person from the as f- that i learned this yeah. is what i learned when you have a piece of knowledge that knowledge has a genealogy like it comes from a certain person or certain place so i have this piece of knowledge and it's 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 in the form of a phrase that is to teach everybody teach everybody teach everybody teach everybody and that I heard from Kekuhi Kanahele, who is one of my biggest, most beautiful heroes, and we live on the same street. But <laughs> <That's> <laughs> in awesome, <Panama>. Yeah. yeah <laughs> totally. But anyway, teach teaching everybody um gets information out to everybody. And the the information that is put out a lot of times comes with kuleana or responsibility. So if I'm gonna share this, there's like prayer and there's intentions that it'll be used for good you know like that you will take this information and use it with good intent good intent good intent and so honestly the question about teaching um, maybe outsiders or foreigners about Hawaii ways and how I feel about that 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 question can be answered with that piece of knowledge that isn't even mine but that reverberates well with me and it's to teach everybody and social media kind of makes for that to happen you know, so I, I support that and I'm, and I'm grateful for the people who come open hearted and willing to learn.
0: We're at the end of my list. Um, but I guess to sum up everything, you can close us out with some words of wisdom.
1: Well, I kind of wanted to, to, to just say this about social media because it, it's a really powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this feature on Instagram that is the Insights And you can see if you have like a creator account, you can see how old your followers are and what percentage of 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 your followers fall in a certain age group. You can see what time your followers are are active. Um, Yeah, it's a really cool feature. And I guess they provide that so that you can know what time to post your content Wow. um, so that it accesses, you know, it's accessible by more people. It tells you where they're from. Like, what, what percentage of your followers are from where. And it tells you um, what day of the week they're, like, most. Like, it gives you the times. And then you can switch to Tuesday. And then the times on Tuesday. Or Wednesday and the times on Wednesday. Wow. So, like, being able. And then, you, of course, you can see how many followers you have. Yeah. Right? So, these are all these. This is all information. Social media information. They call it analytics. Okay. Okay. Um, but all of this information can wreck a person because if they see that they have 17,000 followers today and then tomorrow they log on and they only have 10,000 followers, um, it, there's feelings of like anxiety and um, like feel it, like not feeling good enough, you know, not feeling competent enough. Like, what did I do? Is it because of the way I look? There's all these different mm. Um, these different thoughts that will go through a creator's mind it's called the creator if you have like if you create content mm-hmm. to a creator's mind about themselves and so my platform is about wellness it's about native wellness and I've fallen into that trap where I'm like wow I, like 300 people unfollowed me today 300 people unfollowed me today like is that because of how i looked in this post or like is that because of something that i said maybe i shouldn't have said that you know and that's where it kind of gets to be a little bit dangerous for for just social media starts to, be, to become less of a tool and more of like a almost like a drug mm. in that way I see. um so i guess i have a piece of advice for people who are um just regular social media users Uh, But also for creators, but also for um, creatives, like people share their art on social media, you know, just kind of random art pages or Mm -hmm. music pages or whatever. Just everybody that uses social media, I really want to like to everyone that uses social media. I I really want to get out this idea that your value as a person, it comes from who you are as a person, comes from the value of your character and your morale. It comes from how well you are able to connect with the world around you. Your value is is according to those things. Um, It doesn't have to do with the analytics or what you post or how many people see what you post because when you're doing that, social media becomes really dangerous. And so... I think it's just, I really appreciate what you're doing, Courtney, in in this research project. And I think it'll hit a lot of people and fall on really um, significant ears that need to hear these things. So I'm really grateful that you reached out to me and um, I'm hoping that you do well with this project. I'm proud of you. you. Yeah, mahalo. Thank you.
0: It was an absolute pleasure to be able to sit down with Ku'ule and just listen to all the wisdom and manao she had to share with me. I mean, that's one of the big reasons why I enjoyed being one of her followers. As a Hawaiian, it's really refreshing and awesome to see Hawaii content coming to the forefront of social media. Hawaii is often just looked at as a vacation destination, but through people like Kuule and my other guests that I got to speak with, a lot of truth and clarity about the history and current issues Hawaii is facing is coming to light and being shared with the world. And next week, you can learn even more about how social media has become a tool to unite individuals from the other sides of the globe. When I share the conversation I had with the director of a non-profit organization whose mission to educate the children of Hawaii got Jason Momoa to sing. Mahalo to all of you guys for listening, and I'll check you guys out next week. Aloha.